Well, hey everyone, welcome to Living Extraordinary Podcast. And I'm super excited today because this is the very first episode of this beautiful journey of building your dream life, building your extraordinary life. And the podcast starts now. Well, hey everyone, welcome to Living Extraordinary Podcast with your friend and host, Shirish. Living Extraordinary is a feeling. Well, this podcast is for all those people who want to live an extraordinary life, for all those people who want to feel happy and alive every single day, a life of your choice, a life on your terms, a life that you truly desire and deserve. Whether you're a teenager or 30-something, it's for all of those people who believe they have so much potential in them and want to build a successful life. Let's give it up to your extraordinary life with me, Shirish, in this Living Extraordinary podcast. Well, welcome to the very first episode of Living Extraordinary. Well, the idea of this podcast is to compress massive life topics into just about 10 to 20 minutes long to help you become the best version of yourself, take control of your life and mind and follow your passion and then to build an extraordinary life for yourself and people around you. Well, this podcast is dedicated to my brother, Ashish. Well, I love you always and thank you for all your guidance. Well, most people go through life on autopilot, never really taking the time to understand themselves. And most people are drifting away from themselves in this fast changing world of technology, maybe WhatsApp, social media and gadgets. We constantly feel overwhelmed and most people break down even with the slightest of pressure. Well, this can lead to a lot of problems such as making bad decisions, feeling stressed, most of the time having unhealthy relationships, worrying about your future, problems like feeling out of sync with your emotions, bursting out even when it is not called for, feeling irritated or under a lot of pressure and not reaching your full potential and definitely not living an extraordinary life. Well, I'm sure almost everyone would want to live a happy and a joyful life. But somehow, a lot of people struggle to live that way. When you come across people, uh, very few are living a happy and a fulfilled life. Although these people are like unicorns in the modern world, that is extremely rare. But what is that one thing that you can build this life for you? What is that one thing that can help you build an extraordinary life? Well. The answer, what I found out, is very simple and very basic, and it's called self-awareness. Well, I'm sure your mind must have just gone like this. Hold on a minute. Did he just say self-awareness? Well, did you just say that to yourself? Do you think you already have this? And that's nothing new. Well, if so, listen to this. As for psychologist Tasha Yurik, with thousands of people, that only 10 to 15% people are actually self-aware and almost 95% people believe that they are self-aware. So 95% people they are, believe that they are self-aware, but it's only 10 to 15% who are really self-aware. Now, if your first reaction is like mine when I read this is, I'm in that 10 to 15% who are self-aware, right? Well, that's normal. Well, if your second reaction is like most thoughtful people, hmm... I might not be as self-aware as I think I am, then this episode and this episode will be a game changer for you. Maybe what you think is not the entire truth. Maybe what you think as you're self-aware, but you are not at a level where you should be. But what is self-awareness? Well, I know it's about me, right? I mean, it's, it's about who I am, what kind of a person I am, my likes, my dislikes, my hobbies. Well, there's more to self-awareness than it's not just your own character, but a lot of people, they miss this part of self-awareness called emotional state. Our self-awareness is also the emotions that we are feeling at any given point in time. 
Now, by learning to be more self-aware, you can become more mindful of your thoughts and feelings and learn how to react better in any situation. Yes, that's so true. This will help you build better relationship, make better decisions and create an extraordinary life and everything. And before I share a strategy, before I share this one strategy that has worked for me on increasing your self-awareness, let's first understand why do most people think they know themselves, but they don't? I mean, why is that? Don't you think it's really absurd that 95% people think they're self-aware, but only 10 to 15% are actually self-aware? Well, let's just work on this. Now, to know the basics, that's, I mean, we all know the basics, right? Our, our name, our hobbies, our strengths, but we don't know too much about our feelings. And when we first ponder on this idea, it sounds strange, right? I mean, or a bit insulting too. How could we really not know what we are feeling? But it's primarily because of our conditioning. Let me explain to you this. In reality, there are two distinct parts of our mental life. One is called the feeling self and the other one is called the observer self. Think about them as twins. The feeling self is the one who feels an emotion and the observer self reports those feelings to us. So feeling twin feels the emotion and observer twin simply reports that feeling. Sometimes the two are perfectly aligned. For instance, when someone asks you, what do you feel like eating for dinner? And the communication between the two selves, feeling and observer self is clear and instant, right? We want to have salad. Okay, so for many of you, that might not be exactly true. You might want to eat pizza, but that's not the point. The point is the two twins, feeling self and observing self are perfectly aligned, right? So think about them, what you feel and what you report, they are aligned. But some other day, you're just having a relaxing cup of coffee and suddenly somebody came out with a topic and then you just, just stood up and you blasted. You started shouting about how unfair about the host of issues we had until just then, unaware that you even felt so angry or irritated by this thing. And soon we run into the crisis of our own making. So why, when we are feeling calm, suddenly we got so mad? Right? I'm sure it happened to you. In other words, the two twins are not aligned at all. There seem to be a big gap between our feeling self and observer self. Like, the question is why it is so hard to actually accurately report your feelings. So there are multiple reasons, but the first one is we are afflicted by so many background ideas about acceptability of a particular feeling. Like we have instilled in us subconsciously strong notions about what we must experience and feel throughout our growing years. For instance, crying is not for boys or girls to be ambitious for fear of being unladylike. And due to this, our observer self doesn't accurately report the feeling of crying. So the actual feeling of crying was not reported by the observer self because that is not very cool. Similarly, the feeling of irritation, of frustration, of not following a career path for girls is never reported correctly. It becomes muddled up when we grow up. And when difficult feelings do threaten to emerge, our observing self typically takes fright and looks away. So when the feeling twin is not feeling good, this observing twin looks away and does not report the true feeling. And that is a big reason that we are not able to speak out our emotion to other people and even to ourselves. Sometimes we just live in that oblivion that, oh, that's, that's okay, but when it is not truly okay. But those feelings, they actually linger in the back of our mind and it never goes away. 
it's like hidden inside a box and whenever a slight trigger is received like a minor remark in our example earlier all those boxed up feeling come out and wreak havoc on an otherwise not so serious remark now sometimes people they really don't speak that out and it results in those emotions being trapped within you and having host of things like stress like overwhelming feeling like anxiety and it can even go deep down to diseases and all those things that emotions being trapped not being able to come out is the biggest reason for all so we really need to understand that self awareness is the most important thing and especially about our emotional state so it can call it as emotional intelligence also so self awareness is the first big step towards creating an extraordinary life so how do we cultivate the self awareness well here is one simple fix to increase your self awareness this is my top solution for increasing self awareness and knowing your emotional state well it worked for me a lot and it has worked for a lot of people that i have told this we need to allocate a specific time for self observation well i'm sure for some of you it might look rather self indulgent to ask for a few minutes in the evening but you must take out some time and sit alone to understand your feelings just stare out of the window and talk to your observer self or sit with a pad and pen in your bedroom to journal your true feelings i mean something that i do every night is just like before sleeping i just i just open up my journal and i just ask myself these questions like how was the day and if my observer says oh it's good it's great it's like why was it great maybe i get some ideas and if i and if it says that it's not a very good day then i say why was not a very good day and then maybe there are certain things which i never noticed during the day it just pops up and now i know and i'm getting more self awareness that okay next time if this comes up i have to work a different way so to live a better life we all need these idle moments as this is the time when the observing self can finally catch up with our feelings that might have been too shy or too ashamed or too harassed to emerge in the rest of the day now i'm sure some of you might have tried something like this earlier or maybe it did not work for you and you must be thinking about whether it will work for you this time or not to make this work it takes two things number one courage and the second is honesty it can be incredibly scary to look within ourselves and search for the truth i mean what if we don't like what we find so courage is what you need to begin the process of self awareness and i see a lot of people not being able to do it they just shush their feelings they just don't talk about they just don't write about their feelings because they can't muster that courage to really bring that emotion out and i can assure you it is really calming to know your true feelings because then you have the power to change them or maybe keep it the way it is and acknowledge them and after courage it is honesty well we need to be honest with ourselves because sometimes we try to mask our negative feelings with distractions and this happened with me there's a there's a there is a short story from my life itself in the early days of my entrepreneurship journey i was unaware of my emotional state i would run to watch a movie when feeling really overwhelmed or things not working my way and i did this for a few years before realizing i was actually masking my negative emotion with distraction masking that overwhelming feeling of so many responsibilities with the distraction of watching a movie and for so long i thought this was a great solution because i used to feel calm after watching the movie but then it will happen again until i got more self aware about my emotional state that that emotion is wreaking havoc until my observer self gave an honest report 
about my negative feelings. And then I realized, oh, it's actually feeling overwhelmed. So I designed a plan to how to take care of that feeling. Now, I'm sure you too can relate to masking your negative emotions in your own way. And after listening to this, it is okay if you feel that you are not as self-aware as you thought you were. It is absolutely okay because you're beginning to transform yourself by acknowledging this fact. It is the beginning of something new for you. I can say this because I have lived through this. There was a time when I thought I was very self-aware. But only when I got deep down to my emotional states did I start building an extraordinary day, month, year, and ultimately my extraordinary life. So take some time to sit with yourself and have these idle moments to catch up your emotions and feelings. Well, all I want for you is to build a life that you have always dreamed of. For you to create a life that is worth living for you, where you find joy every day, where you can feel alive every single day. Well, that's the feeling for me. That's what I was looking for myself. And that's what I want you to build for yourself and people around you. So I would tell you to work on your self-awareness by using this idle moment strategy. Just, just maybe journaling your thoughts, having been more awareness about your emotions and build that extraordinary life. I'm with you. I love you. I want you to be your best version. And I want you to be really, really, really being able to achieve what you truly desire and dream of. Well, that's it for the very first episode. I'm sure you must have enjoyed this podcast as much as I have enjoyed creating this for you. And I'll be back very soon with the next episode. The couple of episodes are already live, so you can go and you can listen to those episodes. In the end, I love you. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to be extraordinary, live extraordinary, because you deserve to. Now, this is an extraordinary podcast for you, and I am Shirish, your friend and your companion in building an extraordinary life. I really want you to help me with this mission to spread this word since the very first episode. Do share this episode with your friends, with your family. If possible, you can just put this on your social media, talking about how much you've got value out of this. And yes, let's just spread this movement of helping people live a great life. I'm looking for that for you. I'll see you very soon. Take care.